0: Welcome to We're Doom Podcast. My name's Brandon McIntosh. I am the host of this show. Uh with me we got Tyler Shastman as always. He's over there keeping things real. Out there on out there in the farm country. Keeping them real. Keeping it real. That's what you're here for, Tyler. You're not my sidekick, you're my keeping it real guy.
1: Yeah, I like to bring it back down to earth. Shake your shake the cobwebs out and tell you that you're crazy every once in a while. That's right.
0: All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. If you do listen, you know what? Just give us a review on iTunes if you listen to that. That'll be, be helpful for us. Give us some feedback. Is there a topic we haven't hit yet uh, that uh, you want us to talk about? You know, just send us a word. We'll definitely talk about it. We talk about anything. Uh, actually, today's topic uh, I've never heard of until three days ago, so that'll be fun. Well, Lots of research some, today.
1: Something really sucked you in, eh?
0: Something Something pulled me in. And uh, you know how that happens. It, uh, I generally get obsessed with it. The
1: days are getting shorter. Well, they are
0: getting shorter. That's just the sun and the earth.
1: Less less time spent with the sun.
0: <laughs> That's It's that time period. We're falling into it, man. Just falling. Uh, you know what? Uh, you remember back in March when all we were worried about was which one of these cruise ships full of COVID people were going to roll up on what country? You know, Canada's like, stay away from our harbors, and US is like, get out of here. Like, Florida let them in. But remember when that was our problem? Just cruise ships full of like sick people?
1: Yeah, now it's just it, fear everyone. Shut down yeah. the bars and restaurants, shut down the gyms. I saw this. You know how stupid people are? Friggin'. Yes. Now, now the yoga instructors are protesting because all their yoga studios got shut down by doing yoga in the park. Hundreds okay. of people doing yoga, protesting. That sounds
0: fair. That's a protest? That just sounds like
1: yoga in the park. Well, they're saying open up our yoga studios again. Doing I, I don't like know. Like How big's your park. yoga
0: studio? Yeah, you can't do that. You're all breathing heavy on each other. That's,
1: that's just not going to work. But they're mad because money means everything. That's right. If look, you're already doing it in the park. But it's you about think to get cold. These are yoga instructors. She should be enlightened people, right? They should be people that are compassionate and but ninety percent of yoga instructors now don't have any compassion. They're just in it for a <laughs> buck and they're in it to make money on their friggin' tight pants.
0: Tight pants and their made up name. Normally named Crystal or like uh Jasma.
1: Sapphire Sapphire Other rubies and gems
0: You know what I don't want to shit on All yoga people Yoga's fun It's good for you But yeah Like these people If you really want to Continue yoga.
1: doing it You should just do it For the hell of it Yeah Keep yeah. doing it in the park Don't get heard upset of... That your yoga studio Is closed down Because of a pandemic There's nothing wrong With yoga man I'm reading a book Right now That's going to teach me More about yoga Reading about yoga Let's just go do yoga just go just roll around the floor
0: do some stretches it's
1: more than that brandon
0: <laughs> i know it's more than that just breathing you got to go to some retreat for four weeks in bali to truly learn it right
1: i know i'm thinking about going to india for six months
0: <laughs> oh it's that time man eh? just uh i know i think everyone goes through that you're like you just decide i have to go to india for six months
1: why Why though? Why are you going to India? I don't know, just getting that calling, like you said, it's that time. So,
0: did a, that might have just been like, um, you know, uh, are you sure you were just getting a, like a telemarketing call and there's an Indian guy talking to you on the phone?
1: Oh, no. I just, I've been meditating more and thinking more about enlightenment and mindfulness and... <laughs>
0: I love that. You're just like, I just started meditating. I got a book about yoga. I'm going to go to India for six months.
1: That's what people do, right? That's how it works.
0: Yeah, yeah. you skipped a few steps. You just jumped off the whole staircase. You just jumped up. Sometimes you have to
1: jump off the whole staircase. Uh, When do you plan on going? I don't know, when COVID straightens out and I can get a plane ticket without getting scared. Without
0: getting scared. All right, we're 30, 40 years from now. We'll go together. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, gonna that be does sound, a while. Yeah, I'm like better
1: life. off just reading books, looking at the cornfield.
0: Yeah, it's the same thing as India, right?
1: It's meditating.
0: No, I, I'd, I'd say do it. You know, I've, uh, you no, know, I've, I've gone to a few places and traveling. Traveling's good for you. Like it really changes your reality and it changes your mind. It's and you, come back, you feel like a different person when you come back. Yeah, like yeah, you take a little piece of that with you.
1: I don't think it's in the near future, but I think definitely when things are safe again, I would like to get away for a little bit and shut my eyes and breathe on top of a mountain somewhere. Yeah, lots of mountains. But Tyler in India, just it sounds like a good
0: TV show. So, you know, before you go, we'll try and pitch it. Maybe we'll get some money that way.
1: Always trying to make some fucking money.
0: We'll, we'll follow you around with a camera. It'll probably be me. I'll probably be following you around with a camera. Yeah, you're right. it would
1: probably be a pretty fun time. You should follow me to India. Well,
0: that's that's good. Well, for now, I just got your backyard in the cornfield, so... Well, gotta start somewhere. You can deal with that. So I sent you a video of uh, a guy being stalked by a cougar for six minutes. Like, aggressively stalked by a cougar for six minutes.
1: Like a big cat, not a middle-aged white woman.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, there's probably lots of those videos online too, but in this case it was a mountain lion, which is an older version of a, a cougar, who's in her 40s and 50s. A mountain lion's 70 plus. Where was where was that video from? That was just another stupid joke. That was Utah. Utah. Um, they got they got cougars out there. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this guy handled it pretty good. Like uh I used to love watching animal, not necessarily attack videos, but like close encounter animal videos. I just really get sucked in by those.
1: Yeah, I like animal attack videos or animals fighting other animal videos. Those are always good to watch. But if I lived
0: in an area where there were a lot of cougars and I saw this video, i just, <laughs> fuck that. i just like, or it'd be one of those weirdos where I'm just covered myself in bells and have like a holster with bear spray. Just like two cans ready to go it is terrifying
1: to be out there in the woods and
0: it reminds you man that you're uh when you're out there on your own like that no weapons like you're back in the food chain for a lot of things
1: yeah you're back in the food chain that's a good way to put it brandon I like yeah that. you're a little
0: lower yeah you don't have a gun Well, some people might but you don't have a gun like a grizzly
1: and like that cougar had its claws up and it was ready to pounce like it yeah, was when it... going nuts
0: yeah when if If you're just listening to us commentate a a cougar video, you should definitely go and watch it right now on YouTube. Just type in, like, cougar stocks, man, for six minutes. That's the first one. It is wild. Are you... Is that a cougar? (laughs) It's like, are you getting attacked in your dad's garage by a wild cat? By
1: a wild cat.
0: By the neighbor, the, the cougar that lives next door?
1: But, like, we do have those, like, bobcats in southern Ontario have been spotted, maybe not that big. I once, Brandon, um, was on a fishing trip in northern Ontario, uh, just yep. no, just north of North Bay, and we heard some crazy sounds coming. Um, sounded like, like a little 12-year-old girl screaming in the woods. So we followed the sounds down the river, and sure enough, on the shore, there was two lynx two big wild lynx trying to look like they're trying to mate. one was like headbutting the other one and it chased it up a tree one, one was standing in the tree and the other one was standing on the shore we watched them for like 10 20 minutes just kind of circle around each other it was one of the coolest things i've ever seen in the wild um, big cats they have big pointy ears the lynx you know
0: yeah, like they were probably just yeah they were probably trying to fight or
1: mate. I think they're they trying probably to fuck. Worried. I think they're yeah. trying to fuck, and then they kind of like we slowed our boat right down, and like they didn't even seem to care that we were there. That we watched them for a while. They're cool, man. They're they're big, Lynx. Yeah,
0: they'll fuck you up. You you can probably get killed by a good sized lynx for sure. Yeah, but we, I don't think we,
1: they want to mess with people though. We stayed in the boat. Fucking cousin Cody wouldn't shut up. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, and nobody had that... a
1: camera on them or a phone or anything. Like, oh man. We we went out fishing. We didn't bring. I didn't bring a camera. I didn't bring a phone. So there's no pictures. It's just one of those memories that you just have of wildlife. You know.
0: Yeah. It's it's wild. That's that that shit stays with you. Yeah. Yeah. They're like they're hard to see, man. Like cats. Like they see you before you see them. Like they're sneaky. And this, like, I never when I was out west tree planting. Uh, I saw a lynx when we were driving on the road. It it just ran across quick. That was the only big cat I saw, but the one site I was on, uh, it was like this big patch of woods next to me, and I had to just follow a line up and down uh, the side of the woods until I'd slowly kind of move away from it. So as I'm doing it, I'm by myself. I kept hearing something in the woods next to me, like, we see elk every day, so I always just assume it's an elk. But you know, I never really see what it is. Which is wild
1: t- on its own, an elk. Yeah, that's a huge yeah, elk. reindeer.
0: Yeah, they're they're majestic. They just come running out in the middle of our land while we're like in the middle of tree planting. Like we got pretty used to seeing them. But it, like, it didn't sound like an elk because they kind of crash through the woods, and it just I just hear a snap twig here and there, or the brush move. I don't see anything. I'm going up and down the tree line, slowly moving away from the forest. And I kept hearing it, but in, like, different places. It was never in the same one. So I, like, you know, normally I'm listening to my iPod. It was dead that day, so I just, oh, I could hear it. I'm, like, kind of happy because I'm, like, I felt like something was stalking me, maybe. That's just my immediate thought. And then, but I don't see anything. And then, like, I finish for the day. And then I have to go back to that site. Cause uh, we have to get the other side of the road now, and right where our boxes were all set up, there's like a big patch of mud because it rained the night before, and there were huge cat prints all the way through it. Yeah. Like, uh, like a cougar or or a lynx or something. Bobcat. But that freaked me out because I'm like, oh man, like I, the day before, like something was definitely like in the woods next to me.
1: Yeah, I think I think big cats are the scariest, man. Like, you know, uh, the fucking love and I'm afraid of tigers and like you know cougars and lynx they're like our our Canadian tigers yeah so fuck that's scary but you also like saw a lot of bears and grizzlies and brown bears like those are terrifying too I see yeah. videos now of fucking people just hanging out with bears or like that fucking grizzly bear movie where the guy fucking dies hanging out with bears. I've only yeah. seen I've only seen black bears like at the dump They just look like big yeah. German shepherds, but
0: dump bears, yeah, they're they're a whole other breed. They just want garbage.
1: They just want Doritos but... and cheeseburgers. Yeah.
0: They, they're not afraid of humans, which is freaky. And like that's that was the case for that grizzly man guy too. Like he just hung around them so long, they just got used to him being around. And it and it was an like an aggressive unknown grizzly that ended up killing him. It wasn't any 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 of his. It wasn't any of his bear buddies, right?
1: <laughs> that movie's ridiculous. That's I gotta rewatch that. People that get attacked by bears are fucking nuts, man. I remember I was at a bar in Toronto one time. and Some guy told me about some bear attack story where he was, like, actually the bear, like, buried him. Yeah. And then he, like, fucking woke up a couple, like, waited 20 minutes and then, like, waited for the bear to go and then unburied himself and ran away. That's
0: crazy because that's, yeah, that's what they don't tell you. Uh, When you play dead, uh, a bear's going to bury you. Like, they only tell you the first part, play dead. They don't tell you it's going to dig a little hole and put you inside, right?
1: Yeah, because it wants to come back and eat you later.
0: Yeah, it likes a little spice to you, a little rotten, like a little fermented human meat. Ah, uh, fuck.
1: Animal, big animals are scary, man.
0: Yeah, it's not just the, the aggressive predators, man. Moose, like tree plants, like I've seen moose my whole life out east, but out west they were w- like way more aggressive. Like I've never seen any, it wasn't even rutting season, but they would just, because they would like make big huffing sounds or stomp their their hooves and... I just kind of do these quick little false charges, and it was like young ones were doing it. like I saw a big bull moose one day when I had my iPod in. That was my biggest mistake tree planting is that iPod because you don't you're not aware of your surroundings. like sure, I'm in the zone listening to some white stripes, but like <laughs> next thing I know, I look up and that's what I was listening to when this happened. And there's a bull moose just right on the other side of the road for me, just staring me down. And, like, rather than running away, he just kind of, like, turned himself kind of more directly towards me and just kind of lowered his head. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And I just backed away. I backed away. And I, I talked to the moose. Kind of like, well, that guy who, who's getting chased by the cougar, he was yelling at it, telling it to fuck off. I was just telling the moose, I'm like, just, we're good. We're good, buddy. <laughs> you just go back. Like, I'm, like, trying to. Make it calm and myself calm, I guess. Like,
1: this is a big field, man. You can run anywhere but not straight at me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then so it it eventually kind of just walked away a bit, started eating. And then the guy I was working with came down and scared it away and it ran off.
1: But, oh, we had a moment there. Yeah, that's terrifying. I don't think I could have the iPad or the iPod going. Like, I don't think I could be rocking fucking tunes out in the bush like that all the time just because of the predators and the bears and the moose. And and I think I just want the sounds of nature. I don't want to be listening to fucking...
0: Yeah, you know, after a few moments, you're like, you know, you're working at it all day. It's like, okay, I've listened to Tragically Hip's whole discography. It's like, what now? It's like, really, I could have just, yeah, I could have been really thinking... But, I, yeah, I should have been focusing. I probably would have planted more trees.
1: You probably would have saw more wildlife. There was probably a lot of wildlife you didn't see because you're too fucking, yeah, your head's buried me. in fucking Van Halen. And... <laughs> well, one the
0: one day I, I hurt my back, like, as soon as I started, too. Like, I stepped on a, a a wet log and just slipped off and just threw out my whole back. And so I just kind of dragged myself back, like, walked back to, my, to the side of the road where all our stuff is set up. And I'm just like, all right, now i got to wait until, like, one of the foremen come by to, like, check on us or pick us up. It took him, like, seven hours. Like, he never came back for, like, seven hours because normally we're doing, like, a nine-hour day anyways. Yeah. So I had to lay there. And, like, I just, so I just fall asleep for a while. Also probably a stupid idea because I'm by myself. And I wake up because I just hear, like, uh, something really close to me, like, something rustling. And then it was an elk, sure enough, like. Luckily, most of the time, it was always an elk, but it was, like, right there next to me. Didn't notice me, and I just spooked it once I woke up. That's terrifying. But, yeah, it could have been a grizzly. I could have just spooked a grizzly who could, like, probably smell my half-eaten lunch. It yeah. was probably sitting beside me. As I'm asleep, I'm just begging to be eaten by a bear.
1: Yeah, and they have fucking claws on them like fucking daggers. Just swords on their hands. So they sw- one swipe could just rip out all your insides. My God! All right. Well, we can talk
0: about animal attacks probably all day.
1: <laughs> Man, uh, they're terrifying. We're fucking doomed. If you run into a fucking grizzly in the woods, you're doomed.
0: Yeah, unless you know, you could just talk them down. Bears, you know, bears like a like a nice gentle voice. I heard.
1: Yeah. I think most animals too, yeah, if you're gentle with them and don't move I don't like quickly. this idea
0: of yelling at animals. Being yeah. big and scary cuz they're just going to get mad too. It's like if you're yeah, if you're if you're in a car in you know, an accident and like you get out and start screaming at the other car, they're probably going to scream back. You, you got to talk them down, right? Yeah. You didn't mean to collide, but yeah, no, we You're messing up just, their day
1: just as much as they're messing up your day. That's
0: right. Just talk the animal down. What else, are we, we can talk about animals all day. There's uh there's crazy shit happening in this world. <laughs> we got to we got to cover. Uh like COVID, is what's the latest COVID update, I guess, is uh you know, Trump's getting better. Last time we talked, it was pretty fresh. He was just going to the hospital, but now he's already he's doing a live event tonight. I and mean, he sounds high as fuck, to tell you the truth.
1: He's <laughs> he's probably loaded up on a bunch of drugs. Oh, they just pumped
0: him full tonight and he's glowy he, He's glowing orange. He even said when he came out, when he said he's immune to COVID, first of all, and uh, that he feels like he's glowing. But I'm pretty sure that's just a tan spray. Because he was, like, extra orange tonight. And just, like, he was going hard. He was yelling. But he's in Florida, though,
1: so it's probably packed. They, they love him. It's so weird that he, like, had COVID and it was grim there for, like, 10 minutes, and then it's like, nah, he's fine. Like, is he really fine, or are they just pushing him out the door saying he's (laughs) fine? Yeah. Be one of the uh, biggest super spreaders of all.
0: Wasn't I? I think I was talking about cruise ships a while back, (laughs) like the very beginning of the podcast. Um, But I I read an article today that uh, a lot of companies are going bankrupt and they're actually starting to dismantle their cruise ships and selling them for scrap. So that's pretty good news
1: yeah nobody uh, needs cruise ships
0: no they're like 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 you can go to resort like resorts are pretty bad already but like yeah a cruise ship is just a giant waste you just you just polluting the ocean just the worst people so you know i think this is a a step in the right direction is dismantling these cruise ships
1: yeah totally
0: Or like make them like a just dock them and make them apartments that's not a bad idea just like turn them into condos right i'd live in a big boat Uh, no probably not not that not like that yeah there's definitely
1: people that would it would be good housing you could like pick them up and drop them somewhere like in the middle of a field somewhere away from the shoreline (laughs) <laughs> yes. and I'd turn them into apartments that'd be cool you live in an old cruise ship in the middle of a fucking wheat field in saskatoon
0: yeah it sounds like an old fairy tale <laughs> how'd this boat get here <laughs> yeah, yeah it just looks like of the aliens picked up and dropped off houseboats though would you live in a houseboat like they're not i don't they don't seem like good seafaring boats they look like you should dock them because they wouldn't be good in waves
1: not in the, not like in the ocean, because then you're going to be dealing with weather all the time. I guess if you're on a nice lake somewhere. You remember, um, I don't know, I
0: remember seeing this guy on Ripley's Believe It or Not. Remember that show? Yeah. Uh, the guy built his own island out of uh, plastic bottles. That he yeah, collected. yeah. You remember that guy? He collected and just bagged them up so That's... he had enough of them that it would float, and he actually sustained this island which has plants growing on it and soil, and he has this little hut There's a everything. couple of those
1: garbage islands out there in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, people just, just people driving around the living garbage on Island. heaps of garbage.
0: But, uh, you know, I saw this on Ripley's Believe It or Not, but next thing you know, a few years later, like, I'm at a resort in Mexico with my family, and uh, we're on this cruise, and we pull into this, like, uh, little Bay Area, and there's a bit of a harbor, And there's just just this random little island floating out there. And then he starts telling us that, oh, this guy, he just built his own island out of water bottles. Oh, you've been to Garbage Island? I've been to his Garbage Island, man. I was like 13 years old. I'm like, all right. He said, and the (laughs) tour guide's like, yeah, you can go. You can jump in the water. Go visit him. Just a tourist (laughs) attraction.
1: Because
0: I guess he just like. He'll just park in, like, random little harbors and bays when the weather's calm. Oh, I guess because he can move it around and shit. Yeah, and he's, like, a guitar player. So he'll, he'll play guitar at night in bars and restaurants. and But, uh, yeah, he still lives on this island. I can and see you
1: doing that, collecting a bunch of 2-liter Pepsi bottles and making an island, a little raft for yourself.
0: Yeah, I could do it here in London. Throw it up in one of the Westminster ponds. Yeah, just,
1: <laughs> just float down the Thames River.
0: Yeah, just collect all the mountain dew bottles it's like too bad tim horton's cups don't float because that's what it's is what it's full of right now but uh this guy's island I, yeah i got to go up i was 13 the tour guide said like he's totally cool with it but when, when i got on the island you could tell he definitely wasn't <laughs> like he's just like kind of like going with it and just kind of telling us a bit about it but you could tell he's definitely pissed off but the thing he kept repeating to us he's like, he's like, I have a a fertilizing toilet. If you use the bathroom, if you, if you take a, if you take a dump, uh, I can uh. use that for fertilizer and, uh, I can use it in my garden. Help me grow food. So if you have to go, please use it. And he, oh, he everyone, wanted to collect your shit. He really wanted our shit. Like he would say repeatedly, he'd come up to me again. He's like, are you sure? You don't have to go. Like that's like the only donations he would take, I think.
1: Just starts feeding you. <laughs> yeah, feeding yeah, you yeah, lots eat, of bread.
0: Eat these coconuts. Uh, they're a natural Lacs. But yeah, even he's like helping girls like come up. He's like pulling up by the arm. He's like, "Hello, hello, welcome to my island. Do you have to go to the bathroom by any chance?"
1: That's why he just floats around, <laughs> around in different docks and different shorelines just to fucking provide a porta potty to. Him party goers
0: <laughs> so he can grow his uh, tomatoes and his cucumbers out there on his garbage <laughs> island
1: yeah don't don't bother fucking swimming back to shore shitting where the sea turtles are gonna eat it just come aboard my garbage island and fertilize <laughs> my tomatoes
0: oh god just life's weird sometimes i just did not expect to meet
1: that man in my life yeah it's weird that you've been to garbage island one of them. I'm sure there I'm sure there's a few people out there doing it.
0: Yeah, there's that guy at least has something good going for him. Like he, he probably had a few reality shows out there filming, like Ripley's believe it or not. But there's definitely some people just living on like just literal floating piles of garbage. And those are the real heroes.
1: We're all gonna be doing it sooner. Rather than later, if Water World happens, we're all going to want to be living on our garage. <laughs> <Right laughs> back start, to Water World.
0: You should probably start saving your bottles now because Water World's coming. By the time the water hits your garage, your house will just start floating.
1: There you... will be a great flood. <laughs> We've been saying it for years. There will be a great flood. There will be a great flood again. <laughs> what will cause it? Probably water. I hope so. <laughs>
0: there could be worse things. Oh, man. Well, you know what? I just want to roll right into our main topic, because uh, it's exciting, and I I learned all about it over the last few days when I just heard about it. Um,
1: I I know very little about it other than what you've told me over the last few days about it. Yes. The Kessler syndrome. The the what? The Kessler syndrome.
0: You know what that is? Kessler syndrome. You
1: know what Kessler... Yes. It's a syndrome, so it must be something that you get like an illness if you had to take a guess i'm still hung up on the mushrooms that rot your brain so i don't know some sort of brain <laughs> rot is it gonna be some sort of mold or mildew that's gonna get into my brain and rot it till i'm doomed and dead
0: no we're done with the fungus and the mildew and the mold um this is actually those are things that grow out of the ground we're going to talk about something that's up in space oh space. It, i like space yeah. Although it's called the Kessler syndrome it has nothing to it has it does not sound what it like it sounds like it's like a weird name for what it is The Kessler syndrome is simply a theory put out there by a astrophysicist whose job was to study uh space junk essentially you know all the crap are shooting up in space satellites uh you know rot- rocket boosters that just come off the rocket after it leaves the atmosphere human made,
1: human made stuff not human like made rocks. stuff,
0: yeah Not rocks, you know, stuff we made. Garbage, garbage islands up in space.
1: Um, Ah, space garbage.
0: So, seeing uh, a great increase of satellites um, over the years since they they started shooting them up there, he believed that at a certain point, he was guessing 30 years from his time, which would be around 2008, I guess, uh, he was predicting that certain events would start happening if the progression of satellites... Another crap getting shot up there. Oh, so tapping. this is
1: this is pretty recent then, two thousand eight. This guy's name's Kessler.
0: Well, he made this um, theory in nineteen seventy eight, but he was predicting this would happen thirty years from then. Sorry, right. I, I didn't say the original year. But yeah, he put this out there. He's still alive today. This guy. Yeah, um, still kind of yeah.
1: recent. The seventies, still now. It's still, still forty for years. For sure.
0: And late seventies. Yeah, is Doctor Kessler his name? Uh, I don't know why he called it a syndrome. Uh, this is just like a mechanical failure of satellites that would cause a crazy chain reaction. I guess yes, that's still so, a
1: syndrome. That's still a syndrome. I guess.
0: Like it sounds like they're getting sick up there in space, but really they're just, in a sense, they could. Like if there was a malfunctioning satellite, uh, it could go off its orbit and collide with another satellite, essentially, and that would. They would collide, cause all this debris, thousands of pieces of debris, which then would just spread out like further parts of our orbit and start affecting other satellites. So then it's interrupting those satellites and crashing into them and causing debris there. So it's just like this chain reaction of like smashing up satellites and creating more and more
1: debris. That's just floating around in space and collecting and gravity, kind of like it happens in the ocean where you're seeing these garbage islands. Yeah,
0: but this is up in space. Like, this isn't affecting us as, as maybe as direct as the oceans would, like, affect our ecosystem and everything. But it is going but, to
1: affect us.
0: Oh, certainly. Like, it's going to, if over a certain time, it's just going to slowly just start destroying all the satellites. Like, it didn't exactly say how quickly.
1: How big this is it? Happened. How big is it getting? Or there's multiple things happening?
0: Well, uh, for the most part, I think there's. I want to say 8,000 satellites, Um, at least active satellites. And then there's some crazy amount of like that or more of like unactive satellites that are just still up there. Uh, You know, they try and plan for those to come back down into the atmosphere and crash on Earth into the ocean. (laughs) But like they try and like use the last bit of like power they have to like plan that crash. But it doesn't always work. And then you just got space junk. Um, and then there's all this shit that, like, rockets blow off when they leave our atmosphere. Um, yeah, and then it's, like, all these tiny pieces from all that, um, just creates this horrible garbage pile. And that's enough to just slowly wipe out every single satellite, at least his theory says. Which, uh, wouldn't be good. We need those satellites.
1: Yeah, the ones that are working and actually providing us with data and weather and,
0: yeah. And, pornography. Uh, so, the, so there was an event in 2009. This is uh, 31 years after his theory. So he predicted 30 years, which is 2008. And so 2009, uh, sure enough, a uh, Russian satellite collided with a, another satellite that was malfunctioning and created this just giant explosion, shot off over 2,000 pieces of just like hunks of metal of different sizes all over space. And just, like, randomly floating out there, and it just slowly and, and sure enough, it's going to get in the way of other satellites. And they're not able to track every little piece of metal out there, right? Right. It's like, who knows? So they think this this event, this syndrome, has started with this event, with this collision.
1: Cause it's, like all, it's just go- starting now. Like, now that's going to start colliding with other satellites.
0: Yeah, it's actually, it's amazing more of this hasn't happened, too. Uh, there's two really close events, actually, with the space station, the like, the ISS, to the point where they had to, like, evacuate and hide in the escape pod, just, like, ready for the ship to be destroyed, because, like, a tiny piece of a motor from a broken old satellite was flying at them at, like, some crazy, like, five miles per second, right? And this tiny thing would be in, like the equivalent of like seven pounds of dynamite or something going off. Wow. And that's just, that's like, moving shit, like, fucking yeah. fast. And there's shit everywhere like that. Like they're in, it's amazing. They're even able to track something like that. Right. So small and so fast and like enough time to warn, like both of these pieces missed like the space station, but, uh,
1: but if it's, they hit, it's going to be, like, a big explosion. It's going to, like, cause that to go flying off into space, too. Yeah. And, like,
0: uh, the space station and, like, other space vessels we've had out there have had these crazy collisions before with just the tiniest little things. They it just, like, you'd see this huge dent on the side of it.
1: It's like, oh, my God. And then and what, like, what kind of effects is that going to have on us here on Earth?
0: Like, all these pieces smashing up. Um, well, most for the most part, they're gonna burn up. Like they're gonna be pretty small, but like there's definitely gonna be pieces big enough that will, like come down and do some damage. Like not necessarily city destroying damage, but like it could ruin a neighborhood pretty good.
1: Just just come hurling into our atmosphere and then maybe ta- yeah take out a neighborhood or something. But is there gonna be anything like I guess if it knocks out some of the satellites that we really need to provide the world with information, that's going to fuck people up too. Yeah,
0: like, if these are just your basic satellites uh, going off, like, you know, you're going to get some drop calls, you're going to get some bad internet in places, but, you know, for the most part, but if these start going off, like, all at once, like, this, this is an event that could unfold over time but progress, but if there's some kind of, like, uh, magnet, like, crazy pulse from the sun that hit the Earth, and they all go out at once... Like, that would be really, really bad because that, like, that's all our GPS. That's all our telecommunications. Yeah. So, we're st- like, we're still linked to the ground with, like, cables and, like, towers. But, like, where we are as a civilization, like, the amount of people and how connected everyone is, it would be impossible to use, like, any of that.
1: It'd be such a technological setback that, like, to re- yeah. rebuild that is going to take, you know, it's, decades. It,
0: it's literally knocking us back to 1978. It's like, like we're gonna to be totally disconnected. Which we could from the probably
1: rest of the world. use. We could probably use a little knock yeah. back to 1978. Totally,
0: there's some sweet, sweet rock, rock bands. Punk rock is just starting. 1978. Okay. Man, okay. that's a good time to be alive. I don't think we're <laughs> gonna go.
1: It's gonna be us now. Just our technological state, we wouldn't be able to be doing this podcast right now. we have to You actually- mean we're. Murder-
0: you mean we're not just gonna just tear up our floors, put in shag carpet, start smoking indoors?
1: We can if you want. I guess we might as well if we're
0: getting listening to Ario's Speedwagon, just like good old good old nineteen seventy eight. <laughs> I guess but, so, but no, it wouldn't be good because yeah, it's gonna knock out phone lines, radio, internet, communications, and then weather satellites. So
1: we're not going to know what the weather is. And that's when something bad will happen with the weather. There'll be a giant hurricane or something.
0: Yeah, this is like the worst time to have this happen because, like, weather's getting crazy, right? And we we rely so much
1: on the information from those satellites. Like, we rely on it now. If it goes away, like,
0: fuck. The U.S. is incredibly vulnerable with their military. Uh, you know, there's a lot of military that are vulnerable because they use all these communication systems to basically guide their missiles and their drones. And like, this is what they these like big nations are riding on, like the States and China and Russia. Like they got these new fancy technologies, but like once the satellites go, you're not going to be able to use any of this. Like you're flying blind, like your missiles aren't going to be able to find their targets. Yeah, wouldn't even be able to fly p- planes properly.
1: So many yep. pizzas getting delivered to the wrong addresses.
0: <laughs> I know it's nuts, but like, if that's the case, like, uh, who knows? Like, whoever's got the h- best ground units, I guess, like classic soldier styles, like they're they're probably gonna make a move. It's probably gonna be China. This app, they're just gonna make a move on the world.
1: So you think because, this happens? It's gonna to lead to technical, technological shutdown, which is gonna to lead to fucking ground warfare.
0: It, it's very. I it, I think it's possible. China already realizes their best strategy for attacking the states is taking out either their whole satellite system or their power grid, because everything is relied on by these systems. And like, they they would be blind, and like China could easily have all these tactics ready to go where they don't need this technology like they go back to the old ways right
1: yeah now brandon uh, yeah uh is it possible that this could just be maybe some sort of ufo or alien species that is fucked with our satellites and just throwing them off course just to fuck with um all of our technical shit that we're putting into their home up in space well i don't know it, it's it's
0: it's possible. They're just shutting down these satellites, making them funky. Uh, I don't think... I think they can... I think if they come all the way here, I think they can be a little better than just shutting down our satellites, right? Yeah. If anything, they want to shut down our nuclear, our nuclear sites all over the world. That's where a majority of the sightings have been seen over military bases, especially ones that carry nuclear weapons and you know even recently there's a story keeps getting brought up of i think it happened in the 60s this nuclear facility in the states where all these witnesses saw this crazy glowing orb over over the uh the silos and uh like started shutting them down one by one and like this there's like a governor governor reed is coming out he's been part of this ufo task force for years that has come out yeah he's starting to talk and he's He's bringing up this incident saying, like, this is a real incident that happened and this is a major national security threat. Like, who, Who? like, we don't know what it is. we don't but, like, know what's some, shutting yeah. down
1: these things. But, like, but, that's what I'm saying. If they could do that, they could fuck with our satellites, dude.
0: I don't think they want to mess. You know what? There's even theories of they have their own satellite floating around. It's called the Black Knight Satellite. This is, uh,. I had to do a bit of research for this one. I remember hearing about it before, but there's a few photos out there from NASA that they labeled as space junk, but uh, what some people actually think is, uh, well, ufologists mostly, think it's actually an alien like satellite or probe or whatever that's like in the inner atmosphere of Earth.
1: And nobody was, like, knows this, who put it there?
0: No one knows who put it there. And, you know, these pictures that NASA took, yeah, it's... They call it space junk, could be space junk. But like the reporting of like the Black Knight satellite goes like all the way back to like the late eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Of like people claiming to have seen it. Uh, before tested. we had
1: satellites really. When did yeah. we start putting satellites up there? Um, in the last hundred years,
0: right? At least fifties, sixties or whatever. And there's right. so there's people spotting satellite like things before. There's even satellites up there. But uh, Tesla himself believed uh, there's some kind of object orbiting the Earth that he had communications with.
1: Interesting.
0: With all his wacky gadgets going on, he thought he was intercepting some kind of message from what he believed to be some kind of probe circling the Earth. Because
1: no, te- you have to let people know. Like, you have to let the general world know before you put a satellite into orbit, right? Like, NASA's got to tell people. Russia's got to tell people. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but maybe back then in like Tesla's day, like in the fucking, you know, 1800s and stuff, maybe they, you know, just slingshot your own satellites up there. So maybe there's some unknown satellites floating around up there that nobody got approval for. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's just space junk. <laughs> I don't know. I don't just believe it's an some alien. Some guy probe. named Terry
1: with a fucking big rocket launcher that just shoots his own satellite into the <laughs> orbit.
0: Why not? There's that guy at the LAX that they spotted flying around with his own jetpack. And they still haven't figured that out. Like, no one's come
1: forward. They, yeah. they haven't been able to find any evidence. There's got to be some independent fucking scientists out there. Like, those guys that are trying to figure out Nikola Tesla's fucking gravity
0: oh yeah, break- thing.
1: And then they get shot in the back of the head by the CIA. We've been over this. Oh, yeah.
0: There's definitely... I love those theories of, like, breakaway civilizations of, like... The, the ultra elite who have like created all this crazy technology that's like totally hidden from the rest of society. That's, uh,
1: that's what Nikola Tesla had going on, man. I I think
0: he was part of him. He's from Venus. Remember, remember we talked about that. He's from Venus. Yeah.
1: He's so a, he's, yeah, he definitely had his own fucking satellites. He's a special man.
0: <laughs> well, uh, there was actually there's UFO sightings that happened in the late eighteen hundreds early 1900s, um, called the airships incident. So this happened in the States where these people would essentially see these huge, like, they almost look like blimps. Like they were just, there's a few different ones described, but they just saw them as these giant floating objects that were almost completely silent. And until they got closer to the ground, you can tell there's some kind of machine going and they had people in them and they would like come down on a rope and, like greet a random farmer on like a back road and like shake his hand and be like hello and just like where were they from like, that's the thing like they were very vague about where they came from or they wouldn't recognize like where it was humans There's though, some... not aliens yeah they they were never described as like weird looking aliens they're always pretty much described as just people but just kind of weird different looking like weird fashion sense and like bizarre unknown time travelers. Aliens. Maybe, but, like, they seem like they were definitely of the period. So, like, that's the theory of, like, a breakaway civilization. Maybe they've created this crazy flying technology. Because they, they would also say they're going on a tour of the United States, they're saying. And, like, they said they they couldn't quite point their accent. Like, they couldn't figure out, like, they were very plain, very, very neutral accents. So, and, like, that happened for for like a
1: solid 10-year period like constantly all over the states
0: that's but, weird when you
1: think about like even ancient civilizations and shit you know like they must have had some way to fly or get around like we don't talk about like their ways of aviation we think we're the fucking geniuses that invented planes and shit
0: yeah had, you look they at, had
1: flying saucers and shit they must they did thousands thousands of years ago Yeah, look at the Nazca lines. Yeah, Yeah, things like the Nazca
0: lines, and there's certain, yeah, places around the earth where you can really only just see it from space. Yeah, maybe they're, maybe they're astral projecting. Maybe they're, getting into these like trance states where they can like project themselves over the earth and be in different places. But that's getting a little nutty. That's going down the nutty train.
1: Yeah, but also like possible. I don't rule it out. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but it's how to physically do something from leaving your body like that and then still have a physical effect on the earth. I don't know. It's probably a lot of meditating you got to do to get there.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to go to India first. All right. Um, anyways, so these clogged up skies we got up there. In the lower. We got satellites in the lower orbit, and there's like a higher orbit than that. There's never a chance of any of those satellites affecting each other, even if they do collide, because they are separated by quite a distance. But it, so, like, let's say it's a this, this uh, one collision starts happening on in the inner atmosphere or the inner orbit and takes out all sat- those satellites. The ones on the outer ones will still be okay, most likely. So Where,
1: Where's, like, the International Space Station and, like, the Canadian arm and stuff? That's probably in the inner. I don't moment. know. I it's...
0: Yeah, I think they're a little farther out. They must be because, like, yeah, because there's a lot of traffic going on when you get in closer to Earth, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right.
0: They must be a little further out. See, but, but, but that's another thing. It's going to end. If, uh, if this event happened and just wiped out all these satellites, next thing you know, you got all this debris scattered everywhere. So there's no actual safe way to, like, re-enter or exit the planet without, like, a collision happening yeah hitting this tiny piece of metal right
1: yeah just going through a fucking like a fucking minefield of shit being hurled at you just nuts and bolts flying through space
0: so unless we invent something to clean all that up we're basically trapping ourselves on our planet
1: like a big magnet
0: yeah like just yeah (laughs) that's all it would take it sounds like
1: all these spaceships should have giant magnets attached to them but then it's gonna suck in all the space junk right into your spaceship and probably throw off your course a bit.
0: Yeah, it doesn't sound sound like the best plan. The magnet ship, just just I just think of a Looney Tune
1: cartoon, right? Or it could be like like one of those magnets that you have to pick up cars and stuff. So you like you can turn it on, and then it oh, creates I... a big magnetic force when there's junk coming at you.
0: I'm sure there's some sweet technologies being invented right now. You almost want, like, the the opposite of the
1: magnet, so it, like, pushes it away. Yeah. Pushes all the junk away. Maybe, like, a big fucking, uh, you know, cow catcher. (laughs) Cow catcher? You know, like a big spade shovel for the front of a a car. (laughs) front of the ship? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's going to deflect it. (laughs) Yeah, like you see on the front of trains and stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't That's know. That's what they're called, cow catchers, right? Those are called yeah. cow
1: catchers for like when cows would go on train tracks and then they would just hit the cow and shovel it off to the side. Why don't you just invent a giant pool
0: skimmer? Just like <laughs> attach it to the space station, just let it drag.
1: Yeah, do a couple laps around the orbit and collect some of this junk in the skimmer.
0: Yeah, like we're no scientists, but uh hopefully there are some writing all
1: this down right now. <laughs> Skim we're, the we're... space
0: just skim, skim the space. space, get a little get some space pool boys up there.
1: Where's your space skimmer? Yeah, did this rocket ship not come with a space skimmer?
0: I know. Well, you know what? Elon Musk and Google—they can figure this out. Yeah, I got Musk on Because they're part of the it. problem. They're, you know, they almost double the amount of satellites up in space with all the crap they put up there recently.
1: Yeah, and is that- Muskies putting satellites up there?
0: Yeah, he, he's putting them up there. He's got the Starlink, which is like this it's just like a convoy of satellites. So, if you ever see it in the night sky, it looks crazy. It just looks like a whole series of a whole line of satellites going along. So, like when this they first launched this, like the amount of UFO sightings that were coming in of people just filming the Starlink going by. Yeah, but uh, you can actually I haven't seen it yet, but you can go to a website. And it'll tell you where it's gonna be, what part of the sky. It's a
1: dumb name for a satellite. Sounds like a cheap fucking
0: restaurant. Starlink, yeah, <laughs> or like a like a terrible rental car place. Yeah. But uh, they um, they've got all these satellites going up there now. Google, and there's other companies too, but I'm just blaming Elon Musk and Google because they're, yeah, the two big corporations that are doing this. They they're setting up a whole bunch for like GPS and mapping reasons. But yeah. they have completely clogged up space. You know, astronomers are having trouble doing their job now because they got all these new satellites just, like, like, just blocking their view. They can't take proper pictures anymore because of the amount of satellites in the sky.
1: Yeah, so it's like, it's almost like, no shit, this is going to happen. We keep putting more and more junk into space. It's going to start colliding with one another and like, making problems for everybody it's the same with the fucking roadways there's more traffic there's going to be more fucking problems
0: yeah you know what this is yeah this isn't exactly going to end the world in any way this kind of event uh it'll shake things up for sure though because it would take decades to even begin to start like repairing anything. yeah it
1: could if a fucking piece of sheet metal the size of seven fucking football fields comes crashing through a fucking school
0: yeah so like in in the meantime, when we're trying to figure out how to fix all this, our society is going to completely shift and change. To like, like We're not going to be able to just have this conversation like we're having right now over the internet. We're going go to have, go back to landline phones, basically. We're not going to be able to send, send texts anymore. It's just going to be straight up. You're, you have to be next to that wall to get that phone call.
1: I don't think people are ready for those little fucking setbacks. And, yeah. they're, and they're little setbacks because we're not talking about a giant flood yet. These are little setbacks that are going to make our civilization have to regroup for a couple yeah. decades. And it's going to suck because we're getting pretty fucking used to this internet thing. But yeah. it could go relies at any on moment.
0: That and GPS. Everything in the world relies on that. Everything
1: I don't rely <laughs> on GPS, Brandon. When was I, the last time you you've seen me rely on GPS? I've gotten to so many shows across southern Ontario by just fucking throwing a dart at a map and saying, oh, i got to go north, I'll get there. Oh, yeah. I'm so good without a GPS. Yeah, you might circle the county a few times. Yeah, hey, you, you leave an hour early. <laughs>
0: That's Tyler's <laughs> GPS, the sun. Yeah. <laughs> That's all
1: you need. But you don't want to catch me when I don't know which way north is, right, Brandon? <laughs> Yeah. And I start malfunctioning.
0: But uh, I think this is going to bring us into a more adventurous time. Because, you know, everything's so accessible and easy right now. Like, even traveling, you just hop on a plane and go somewhere. Like, not right now because it's a pandemic, but like before all this happened, how easy it is to just buy a ticket, boom, you're on the other side of the world just like that. Exactly. That's not going to be possible anymore. It's going to be much harder. The plane industries are going to completely crash because all their systems are going to be gone. They're going to have to, like, fly planes like they did in the 1940s.
1: Yeah, and then they're going to start crashing into one another.
0: Yeah, like, they're going to have to have, like, physical maps again. Like, all the radar systems are going to be wiped out. Uh, God, what else? Pretty much, they're even worried about the electrical grid, uh, the water supply, which is all hooked up to electricity
1: Uh, and the, the power grid. It really shows you that, like, we've used these satellites and this technology that... People have been smart enough to create. We've used it to keep kind of the world safe and make things a little safer and a little easier and a little more efficient for us. But it hasn't always been that way. And we are in the fucking first 50 years of a lot of this shit. Like, it's going to set back at some time. Yeah, like, I'm amazed,
0: like, major events, like, involving our progress in technology haven't happened yet. Yeah. Like there yeah, there's certainly horrible events that happen like Chernobyls. was, like a terrible event that happened from like a nuclear power plant, which is like I guess fairly new at the time too, but like
1: yeah. like it we, hasn't ex- been we anything. expect we expect this stuff to last forever, but like you know, it's hard to even get a good fucking toaster that's going to last you more than 5 or 6 years, you know? Ship fucking burns out, these satellites are going to burn out, they're going to crash into one another.
0: Yeah, I feel like our time is running out. Before something major is going to happen, and that if you look, like the amount of topics we've covered on this show is enough to show you, like we have a lot of existential risk to deal with. Fucking
1: the pandemic! The pandemic is showing us right now that people aren't ready for anything drastic, and yeah, and that's what just that's just one small aspect of it. Yeah, like, like
0: people, yeah, you're going to really start seeing people's true colors.
1: We're not really? ready. We just do a dumb podcast about it.
0: Oh, I know, but I feel like we might be more ready than some, just because we kind of have the information. We're talking you know, about we, it. It's good yeah, to talk about like, it. We can. We at least have an idea what's happening around us. But like, when you you don't follow any of this crap, next thing you know, like you you can't pick up your favorite food at the grocery store anymore because they don't ship it anymore because there's no inter any more international shipping because all the satellites are gone. And you just have to only rely on the food that you grow in your area, which is good. Yeah. But, you know... You have that, a little hissy fit and you learn how to fish. Yeah. But that happening that quickly with, like, the population we have would be uh, pretty bad. There's not enough food it's at not, all. There's not feed. enough
1: fish in every little river for everybody. You just see the shorelines just full of people trying to learn how to fish.
0: Because yeah. uh, there is a good, like the satellites go out pretty quick. It's going to totally knock off the sink of the power grids because apparently there's something called the nuclear clock, which is like kind of this ultimate timekeeping capability that is connected to all these satellite systems that will go out. And that's what's keeping things regulated. Like power grids all over the world are kind of regulated on this. Um, Basically any major system is kind of following the atomic clock. So those systems are gonna start crashing once this atomic clock goes um, basically just yeah, you can't just go outside and measure the sun with your hand <laughs> to figure <laughs> sun- out these sun sundial-
1: Sundials are gonna be sold out everywhere the clocks yeah. go down, everyone's gonna be
0: yeah, so the real med- like the real understanding of time it's gonna be a whole system of math again like we're gonna to have to like like rub some dust or we're going to have to blow the dust off of some old science books, right, just to really get this old technology we have to use again because we don't have these satellite systems anymore. Yeah. It's like, what do we do again? And we can't Google it anymore. So, like, we got to go to the library.
1: So many people just rely on Google to be their brain, and they don't retain the information because they know they can just Google it if they forget something. You know, I do it now. Everybody does it now. Guilty. Guilty. And we, have, we get too much information. My brain is full of so much
0: junk I can't – I don't know what to do with it all.
1: Oh, it happened to me today, man. I knew that the Houston Astros, like, cheated last year, but I couldn't remember why. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can just Google it and see that it was because they were stealing uh, signs. They are stealing people's batting signs.
0: (laughs) See? Did you need to know that information?
1: I knew it already, but I couldn't remember it. So instead of thinking longer, I just Googled it, and that's what we do.
0: Yeah. but even all this stuff that we talk about, this is information that's always stuck in my head. And it just for it just comes out all the time in random places, I'm just standing in line at the grocery store and I just think just like, Oh shit. Everything could just go out right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, should I just steal a bunch of can of cans of beans? Like it's just gonna it's just gonna happen
1: very soon. But it's not going to happen all at once, I don't think. It's going to be little things. The internet's going to go out. The power's going to go out. The heat's going to go out. Your water's going to stop working.
0: You know who's trying to? Sh- you know who's trying to destroy the internet?
1: You know who? No, I don't. Sharks. Like <laughs> sharks, like great white sharks, jaws, fucking sharks, deep ocean sharks,
0: um, because they got the giant internet cables stretching across the whole Atlantic. Really, Connecting there's
1: internet to try, stretching across the Atlantic.
0: Yeah, man, that's that's how we're connected to that side of the world. This is literally a giant system of cables, going from across the bottom of the ocean. Really, North America. It's actually
1: like cable. I thought that was is. satellites.
0: You thought that's what the satellites? You, well, that satellites carry our like capability for like high end internet because we're there's so many people on it. Right, they need connect to the satellites along with the ground systems and the towers on the ground yeah the i know there's
1: cables running through the grounds everywhere yeah
0: so it's the satellite that gives us the real bandwidth that like allows us to use quick internet but uh yeah these underground un- underwater cables they have these crazy thick coils around them like that are shark proof and they're that for a reason because there's all this footage of sharks just Tearing away at this cable. Just just trying to kill the internet.
1: It's just in the ocean? Like, they don't lay yeah. it... I guess they can't lay it in the bottom of the ocean because it's too deep.
0: It, it's all at the bottom
1: of the ocean. How do they lay the cable? Like, there's... Like, it's,
0: uh, it's a pretty crazy process. Like It sounds like it, it would be, the... and I
1: don't expect you to know exactly how it works.
0: No, I watched a video recently all about it. It's like this, this huge ship, and this cable is... Uh, it's in this intense, giant coil, because it's just, like, miles and miles long, right?
1: Yeah, it and would have to be.
0: So this, it's, it's it's simple as, like, the ship is just going, and it's this cable is just slowly dropping down. Uh, I don't know. If, I think they have to go down and, like, secure it in places. And like, they have to make sure they know where it's
1: landing. And if the sharks just tear into this thing, the Internet's going to cut to the fucking whole other side yeah. of the world?
0: Yeah, and like not only sharks. Like if there's some despicable supervillain out there, there's there's plenty of them out there. They're ready to strike. Yeah. Too.
1: Why is there no Bond villains going to cut this cable with like a giant hacksaw? Like a.
0: I feel like it's more of a Batman villain that would do it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But uh. Yeah, definitely. And there's there's do, been. Do the you want to do if, it? Do you want? I don't know. It sounds expensive.
1: Yeah. You'd probably fucking be in trouble if you get caught too.
0: Oh, for sure. Like they're not guarding every stretch of it, but like you'd have to go to the deep, deep part of the ocean, get one of those That's deep a... deep ocean submarines. Probably have to rent it from James Cameron. He'll probably want to
1: join. It's probably a really thick cable too. Like your average like Yeah. You know, those big bolt cutters I got, they're probably not gonna cut through.
0: Yeah, you probably have to weld through it. You probably have to just cut right through it. Yeah. You have to probably get some sort of flame. It's easier than you think, you know, with the right funds and the right team, you could pull it
1: off or just get it. a bunch of great white sharks and then like co- yeah. cover the cable in like chicken. Yeah. Like, why do they want to eat it?
0: There's already sharks biting it. Why do they want to bite it? What, what interests them? Do they know. just not like it? Do they know it's a foreign object in their area, in their
1: in their environment? Uh-huh. Well, it probably gives off some sort of radiation or like some sort of heat waves. Or there's so much information being pumped through it. If it's just a big fiber optical cable going through the Atlantic,
0: yeah, there's yeah, someone's gonna sabotage. People have tried to sabotage the uh, the American power grid. I heard recently. It was, like, some crazy, like, planned event. It never succeeded, but whoever pulled it off knew exactly what to do. Like,
1: there's all these systems connected in the States. I'm sure there's people plotting. There's people plotting to shut off the Internet and shut off the power. That's what I'm saying about these satellites colliding. It could just be the aliens plotting to shut us down to set us back a few decades.
0: But it's not the aliens that would be doing it. It would be, I think it would be us doing it. Like Russia and China both have technology, anti-satellite technology, hey, you're always for these going reasons.
1: After Russia and China,
0: hey, there's this is just proof proven fact they have these weapons ready to go because they understand that the states are like totally co- like connected to satellites and are dependent on all these satellites. So and they have their like, own satellites
1: too. Like Russia and China both have their own satellites. Oh yeah, yeah, they got their own up there,
0: but they're the only ones that have weapons that can take out satellites. But is there was weapons actually, on
1: the satellites? Is there satellites with lasers?
0: Yeah, there's there's space weapons out there that were... uh trying China terrifying. said they were doing it to, uh, to get rid of old weather satellites. They said it's the only way. We have to zap these old weather satellites to help them, like, come out of the atmosphere and crash into the ocean.
1: That sounds like an excuse to put a laser on a satellite. That's totally what it is.
0: <laughs> and, but... After this happened, they came, they're the ones that came out and said, like, all right, we've made this, it's not a space weapon, in fact, let's all sign a treaty saying we'll never make space weapons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But there's
1: one up there in case we need it. Yeah. China <laughs> and Russia. Definitely both have them. Uh, we're doomed. But Canadian satellites, we're, we'll be fine. They're not coming after us. Yeah, we just have that arm that helps everybody. <laughs> That, that big <laughs> ominous arm in the sky. It just says Canada, so you don't forget. <laughs>
0: Need a hand there, bud? <laughs> That's what it is. It's like the 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 ISS. They're like trying to fix something on the inside, and this big arm just shows up,
1: waving. Hey, there, bud. Canada. Hey, Need over a hand here. there, bud?
0: I'm a real long arm. I can help stretch it out. just, just here to grab
1: something for you, bud. <laughs> Uh, we're doomed. Brandon.
0: We are doomed. You know, this is a mild episode. You know, the last one was uh, it was kind of spicy. Some of our episodes
1: are extremely spicy. Today was mild. Uh, I think we're that... just gonna go back to the
0: seventies. That's that's the worst that's gonna happen. Yeah,
1: but there's also other setbacks that could happen.
0: Oh, for sure, it could really get out of hand and just wipe out our power grids and. Oh, that wouldn't be good. But you know, I just rather go to the seventies. Yeah. That's that's what I'm hoping for if this happens. Yeah. Cruising in some sweet seventies car, listening to the Ario speed wagon and my denim jacket.
1: Let those mutton chops grow, Brandon.
0: You know what I yeah, I already look like I'm from the seventies most of the time. I, I should I need to be back in my time that I never grew up in. I have a calling for the seventies. Alright. Well, today was a fun episode.
1: Keep your Eye eye on the sky. Keep
0: your eyes on the sky. Next week, there'll be a brand new episode. And it'll be a spicy one, I promise. Real spicy.
1: Spicy.